Welcome to Sandra Ray's Fiercely Spiritual Podcast. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. I'm Sandra Ray, your host. I'm an author, healer, spiritual teacher and a speaker and I'm delighted to have you here with me this week. I appreciate you being here every week and listening, tuning in, doing the work and turning up for yourself and for your spiritual practice. And I always am so grateful, so delighted that you choose to be here with me. So thank you for being here. What I wanted to talk about this week is about how to work with the angels and the thing that most people do, or well, maybe they not most people, but a lot of people when they're working with the angels, they make assumptions and they expect certain things. And I want to talk about what it is that we do and what not to do and what not to expect. So when you're working with the angels, I think sometimes we have a tendency of calling on the angels and asking for help, which is wonderful. The angels are only delighted to help us. They want to help us. They want us to call on them. So keep doing that. Keep calling on the angels for help. But I think sometimes when we call on the angels for help, we sometimes think that the angels are going to wave a magic wand and do everything for us and that that's our part done. We just hand it all over to the angels and they're going to do everything else for us. Now, that's not quite the way it works. The way I see the angels, it's a little bit like a company or corporation where we're all working together. So they're not going to go and do the work for you. It's a bit like your colleagues. If you have you know, a marketing department and you have a finance department and you have a sales department, you have after sales, and all these different departments. And if you are in need of some advice from the marketing team, then you'll go and talk to the marketing team. And they have certain specialties, they have certain information, they have certain knowledge and expertise that can benefit you. And it's the same with the angels. Certain angels have certain expertise in different areas. So it could be your love life, it could be your health, it could be in relation to protection, spiritual protection. Um, so of course, you know, Archangel Michael is known for spiritual protection and for communication, for communicating your truth. Archangel Raphael is known for healing and well-being. And there's so many angels who are known for these different things. So it's a little bit like those departments in an organization. You go to the right department, the right angel for whatever advice, whatever guidance you need, and they will guide you. But you don't go to the department where say if you're going to the marketing department in your company, you don't go to them and say, okay, I have this marketing problem. Um, what do you advise I do? And they give you the advice and then you say, okay, will you actually go and do my job for me? Because I don't really want to do it. And of course they're going to say, no, they're going to say, look, this is what we advise you to do, but they're not going to go and do your job for you. And nor should they, it's not their role to do their job for you. And it's the same with the angels. They're not going to live your life for you. They're not going to do it for you. 
they will help you, but they will not do it for you. And there's good reason for that. We came here to experience it for ourselves. We came here to experience life. It's a bit like if you were to go to, say, an amusement park, and you're there with your team of angels, and maybe you turn around to Archangel Michael, and you say to him, listen, that roller coaster looks really, really scary. Will you actually go and go on the roller coaster for me because I'm a bit afraid of going on it? And Archangel Michael will probably look at you and say, no, I will go up there and protect you, but I'm not going to do it for you. So Archangel Michael will sit beside you on the roller coaster. He'll put his arm around you and he'll protect you while you go and have fun together. But he's not going to go up there by himself while you stand watching. It's the same with life. So if you're expecting the angels to take over and to do everything for you, then you're probably going to be in for a little bit of a shock because they will guide you. They will tell you, okay, this is the easiest route to your goal, your destination. This is the guidance that we give you. You're actually on the wrong path. So we advise you to turn, take a U-turn and go on this path. And they'll say to you, okay, this is the direction that we guide you to go in. This is the easiest route to get there. This is how you know you can achieve what you want and be, do, have what you want. But then they're going to hand it back over to you and say, okay, now we've given you the guidance. Off you go. You take it from here. And of course, they'll keep advising you along the way. They're not going to disappear. You'll take a few steps and then you'll say, okay, am I still in the right direction? They'll say, yeah, they'll cheer you on. Um, so, and of course, if you take a step in the wrong direction, they'll say, uh-uh, head back this way. So... Um, and of course, it's not always that obvious. Sometimes it's more subtle. That's why we need to keep tuning in and sitting and asking for their guidance and listening, listening out for it, because most people don't actually do the listening part. They ask and they ask and they ask, but they don't listen. So, so important to do the listening part. But you might ask, well, where, what's the role of spiritual surrender in all this? Because I thought we were just meant to surrender everything and to trust in the universe and just surrender to the universe and trust that everything is just going to unfold in the way that it should. We really don't need to do anything. And yes, there's the role of spiritual surrender, but that doesn't mean that you just sit down and do nothing and the universe is going to create everything for you. Now, there are certain um, spiritual traditions that will say that actually you don't need to do anything. But I know that Sadhguru, I was listening to him a while ago and he was saying that, yes, you can just sit and do nothing, but you will achieve your desires faster if you take inspired action. And also, there's part of it that if we are sitting and doing nothing, it's usually pretty hard for our heads to get around that the universe is going to just deliver everything to us. So the way I see it is that spiritual surrender is more about admitting to God, the angels, the universe, that you don't know, admitting that you don't have the full picture, admitting that they have a higher vision that you don't have and that you're open to 
their guidance. You're open to surrendering to the will of the universe in relation to that guidance rather than forcing your own will and forcing your way down a certain path when that's not the right route for you. And being open to the guidance, even if it doesn't make sense, even if it seems like it's not the right direction, you're thinking, are you crazy? You want me to go down this path? Why should I go down that path? But then suddenly you get to the end and you realize, oh, this path was leading here. Why didn't you tell me that? If only I knew this from the start. But the universe is, I was going to say sneaky. The universe isn't sneaky. The universe is so loving. But the universe loves surprises. It wants us to be surprised and delighted by the end results. And also um, the, there's all the faith and trust and uh, that aspect of it, the universe wants us to trust in it and trust completely in it, even when we don't see the end of the path. So if you are taking inspired action, if you're listening for the guidance, if you're asking for the guidance firstly, listening and then taking inspired action, then that to me is spiritual surrender. You're working with the universe, you're surrendering your will um, to something greater, something that could maybe never be imagined by you, something unexpected, and you're receiving the guidance, you're taking the inspired action, and you're following through, you're doing the work, you're not waiting for the angels to do it for you, which may never happen. Um, you're stepping in, you're doing the spiritual work, you're taking the inspired action, and you're following through. So, don't make the mistake of thinking that you can sit around and do nothing and the universe or the angels are going to do everything for you because in my experience that generally isn't the way it works the angels want us to experience the roller coaster they want us to have fun and they want to guide us and be by our side but they're not going to do it for us so i hope you take away something from this and if you're listening today maybe the angels are just giving you a gentle hint a nudge that there's something that you need to do maybe they've been inspiring you maybe they've been talking to you and you haven't been listening maybe there's something that they want you to step into so just pay attention to that and be mindful of what that could be and of course follow through and take the action Thank you once again for being here and I will see you next week. Bye-bye.